Episode 16, Canadian Drone Hub, DJI Info Saturday. Got that coming up next. On Saturday, June 8th, I gave my weekly DJI update to Canadian Drone Hub. Without any further ado, we're going to play that in its entirety. Comes Bill. Hey, hey Bill. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, sorry, Bill, Bill, about all that complications there. My email's not working at all this morning. Oh, that's that's horrible. I hate that. that yeah. That's just absolutely horrible. But yeah, we, we found a workaround. <laughs> <laughs> Well, surprise, surprise, DJI comes out with this announcement about um, um, learning to win. And it's kind of obvious what this is. And, you know, I've had a, a lot of people, almost everyone is universally agreeing that it's some kind of a land-based vehicle and it's going to have a camera on it. Now, um, the learning to win part is, you know, DJI has been holding these robotics competitions for several years and it's robotics with land-based vehicles kind of a thing. Well, this is going to be highly customizable. As you probably saw in the clips, they showed different connections on there. So there's probably different things you'll be able to do with this. Um, I definitely think it's something you'll be able to program. It'll be very programmable um, from the get-go. Um, this is going to be something that's highly customizable. Uh, you know, and, and I don't see, like, you know, as far as, like, um, consumers, are concerned you know I, i'm not i'm not sure if this is something that's going to be something that will be really appealing to them i see this as more of an educational type of a thing especially for for young teens and teenagers and um you know in educational institutions i think it'll be a great learning tool is what i think is going to happen so is it like an rc car you yeah imagine? it's going to kind of be like an rc car val um, you know, I expect it's going to have like some ruggedized tires and you'll be able to go up and, and do things with it. Now, I think there's probably going to be some options. Obviously, it's going to have a camera. They did show a camera on it. So it will have a camera on it, which is, you know, unless you mount a GoPro or, or the Osmo Action, you know, most RC cars don't have anything on them. So, you know, it'll have something that, that's built in. Um, it's probably going to it's probably going to have some features on it, I imagine, just besides having a camera, you know, um, you know. Maybe there's an arm the option that you can put on, like an articulating arm, and be able to grab things with it, or you know, to program it. I, I'm seeing a lot of lot of option things here, and and that's where you know a smart company like DJI will be able to to market this and say, you know, you know, we're going to have this this product come out. It'll be educational, and you'll be able to do things like you'll you'll be able to grab, um, you know, if, if you wanted to say grab a cup of coffee or or move, move this, move this box mm. from here to there kind of a thing. I um, like the coffee part. Yeah. The cob. Yeah. You know, have, have it come and touch my coffee in the morning and bring it to me in bed. You know, it's like, well, see, that's what I, that, that's, and, and my Valerie tells me that's what I, I was, I was, I was made for was to fetch her her coffee in the morning. So, um, <laughs> kind of a thing. so you know, it, it's going to, it's going to be something that's going to be great. You know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I have absolutely no clue how much this is going to cost. My guess, and this is just this is just taking a wild guess at this. I'm thinking it's going to run maybe about oh what four or five hundred dollars off the top. Just and it's just a pure guess because I have no idea because this is just something that's totally new for DJI. Now, at first, what I I had thought this might be 
this might be a submersible. You know, I know there's, um, oh. you know, Rick Smith from John Valley. I know he's he's looked at, he has several submersibles and he's done some videos on them. Um, you know, and I've seen some other drone reviewers have done some videos on them and they're fantastic. They're great. But the thing with thing with submersibles is, you know, they're tethered. Um, you know, that's the only way you can communicate. Radio waves don't work underwater like they do on top of the surface. So you have to have that tethered to be able to control that vehicle. And you're limited to whatever that tether is. You know, if it's it's 100 yards or, or 200 yards, that's a lot of cable that you have to have to haul around. So um, and those are nice and they provide some 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 great things. And that's what I thought this might have been, because I know that there had been some talk about this. But last year, I think. And I've been trying to find it overnight, and I couldn't find it. They had something come out uh, about this, and they showed some pictures. And I think it may have been DJI had an event, some type of a, of a, of a program over in Germany. And I think they actually showed what this looked like. And, you know, darned, I couldn't find it. And I wanted to be able to find it to show everybody that. And I can't find it. I'll, if, if I look for it, I'll, I'll post it out there. But um, I haven't seen it so far because I, I remember seeing a picture of it. And it just, you know, it was over in Germany and it was about a year ago at this time. So, you know, again, I don't, I don't know, but I still think, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people are, you know, talking about next month. Well, there, this is going to be, this is going to be the same type of, of a deal that when they released the Osmo action, it's just going to come out on the website. There's going to be no, you know, live event. There's going to be no live stream from it. They're just going to go out and say, here's the DJI Osmo um, RC car or whatever they're going to call it. And it'll be out there. And then they'll have pricing on it and options and be able to order it and all that kind of thing. They're not, they're not. And, and, and it's kind of a smart thing because it saves them a lot of money. To put on one of those events is cost them an enormous amount of money. And it's a great way for them to be able to get the product out and not be able to have to spend a lot of money. Well, as you know, you know, it's like anytime they come out with some kind of a teaser, you know, it's like people, you know, sit up and take notice and, and pay attention to it. And mm -hmm. this is something, you know, when DJI speaks, it's like that old, when EF Hutton talks, people listen. And it's when DJI puts out an announcement, boy, oh boy, everybody's running. They're taking a look. They're going on their phones. I mean, it was like within what I, I went out, I put a one minute quick thing out there. Within, within 15 minutes, I had 100 views on it. Just, you know, it's just, hey, I'm just saying, hey, there's DJI has an announcement. They're coming out with something on, on the 11th. Um, you know, what are your thoughts as to what it is? Um, you know, and boom. And it's like within 15 minutes, I had 100 views on it. It was just a simple thing. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a great way to attract that attention. But I think the key is anytime, you know, they have these kind of events, it's not going to be a, or, or these, these announcements, they're not going to be drone based, okay? Because if it's a drone, if it's a drone, you can be sure that they're going to have a public event out there that's going to be going to be broadcast. It's not going to be, you know, they're just not going to put out a Spark Two. Here's a Spark Two. It's on on the website. Go ahead and buy it now. They're not going to do that, okay? They're going to have a lot of pomp and circumstance behind it. Um, I mean, what they did when they did the Mavic Two, because I was there, it, it was just insanely incredible. The, the lengths that they did. I mean, you know, they they gave each of us an SD card to use and we couldn't figure out why they were giving us an SD card as we walked in. Well, it was after the event was over, 
they had they got permission from the city of New York to be able to go out and fly your drone like out over the Hudson River, which was incredible. You know, them having and they had unbelievable, um, you know, light snacks and foods afterwards. And just the hall that this place was rented in was like a five story used to be a five story building and it's been was gutted. And it was just I mean, it was just spectacular all the way around. And see, and, and DJI won't hold back for a drone. OK. For non-drone products, you're probably not going to see the kind of pomp and circumstance that you would see for like a drone-based product, or you know, along the lines of of like um, a Ronin or something. All right, that this is what you know. If it's a high-end, high-priced kind of a thing, especially a drone, DJI is going to go out to the nth degree to do that. Okay. Now, with all that being said, I still, you know, we're we're still I. Still, I'm on track for a Spark 2 for next month. Um, <laughs> for next because, month? Yeah, because if you look out on DJI's website right now, you can't buy a Spark. You can't even buy a refurbished Spark right now, right wow. on, on, on their website. I mean, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, you can't get anything Phantom-wise. Well, you can't buy anything Spark-wise out there right now. It's completely not even refurbished, accessories, nothing. You can't, you can't do that. You have to go to either... Maybe if you get lucky, like at a Best Buy or maybe on Amazon or maybe some other reseller out there, but they're not available from DJI anymore. So that's a that's a huge sign when, okay. when you see things like that. Now, so so when you say you're on track for a Spark 2 next month, does that mean you're buying it next month? Or does that mean you're tracking it? No, what I mean, what I'm saying it's on track, Val, is is that DJI's on track. I'm not saying not not myself personally is on track. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying DJI's on track still, you know. Hey, Kestelou came out with it and on drone DJ, and I I stand behind what he has to say hundred percent is that they're coming out with it next month because it, it's a perfect type of summer drone, if you will. It's it's something yes. that will 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 be absolutely perfect. I mean, you know, they they come out with it in July. There's still you know a few months of summer left. Well, it's like summer down here all the time in Florida. It's like right now we hit before May hit down here in Florida. It, it's been the average has been 98 every day outside. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we woke up today to 40 degrees. Oh yeah. Oh, I what's going on up here? Send some wow. of your send some of your cool down here. We could use it. I'll tell you that right <laughs> yeah. now. Man, it's oh, it's just it's just wicked. It's just it's just horrible right now. But um, you know, and, and I put out a video recently, and you may have seen it. And I talked about this last week. Was you know, I have a theory because the Mavic Air has been at some big box stores. I think Costco and some other ones have had some sales on the Mavic Air. Now you know. Right now in North America, DJI is having a sale on the Mavic Air, $120 off the regular one and $120 off the combo. And people are saying, oh, they're just trying to clear inventory. And, you know, well, you know, I came out with what I said last week and, and I put a video together on it. And I said, you know, I said, this is this is a perfect timing. OK, having this sale, you know, is not people are saying, oh, it's because DJI had that big uh, fraud investigation and they lost millions of dollars and they're trying to recoup their losses and you know they're not selling the phantom anymore so they're trying to make up for profit and all this no no all of this is pointing to me you know it makes you know i majored in business in college and one of the things that we had to do in our senior year was we had to run a company and we had to put in inputs into an archaic computer back in 1980 at the time but 
you know, based upon marketing and research and development and, um, you know, product development and pricing and everything, you know, try to be able to, to do well with the company. Well, my group finished in second in, in the class because we, we spent a lot of time, what we spent a lot of time doing was, was on, on the marketing aspect of it. And we did it right. And, and this is what DJI is doing. They're planning this right. And what I'm seeing, I'm still, I'm still sticking with it. They're going to come out with two versions of a spark. They're going to come out with a basic spark like we've seen that's going to be tweaked. It's going to have mm -hmm. a better runtime on it. It's going to have a better connection ability on it. I think, you know, and they haven't talked about it, but I think it'll probably have better ESCs and quieter props. Um, you know, um, it, it's going to it's going to be tweaked. It, it's definitely going to be a step up from what the Spark was, and of course, have the the big the, the big one, the 4K camera with a three-axis gimbal on it, uh, which you know a lot of people have been talking about. And and what I see happening is because the Mavic Air never really took off and did as well as DJI thought it, they thought it was going to. It was just one of those things that they thought because it had the name Mavic on it that people were just going to instantly be able to buy that and say, you know what? I got myself a mini Mavic Pro right here. Well, it wasn't a mini Mavic Pro. Um, you know, the, from from day one, okay, the, the, you know, the number one complaint about that drone has been the noise factor from it. It's just been insane. Of course, Master Screw is making a killing right now on those quieter props, but there's a caution with those quieter props is, you have to turn some of the settings down, otherwise you'll over rev the motors, and you could destroy the motors if 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 you don't do that. So that's yeah. a, that's a caution out there for anybody that looks at getting those master screw uh, props for the DJI Mavic Air. Now the other thing with the Mavic Air has been the range. The range has been incredibly bad on it. It's not been good at all. Um, you know the 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 signal it has been horrible with it. it. It's just it's just not been it's just not been a good drone. As far as that was concerned, and battery life was not good on it as well. And you know, in terms of flying it, it did not have the maneuverability of even a Spark. The Spark could outmaneuver a Mavic Air. I mean, and for I know for what people paid for it originally, it was seven ninety nine for for the base and nine ninety nine for a fly more combo. You know, and, and I look at it this way, and this is what I tell people: that nine ninety nine, you spent a couple hundred dollars more, you could have gotten yourself a Mavic Pro at the time. Uh, you know, and, and still had the portability and everything that you were wanting to get with the, the Mavic Pro um, or with the Mavic Air, you got with the Mavic Pro. It was already there. So, uh, you know, it just what, what they're going to do is they're going to retool it. It's going to be named the Spark 2 Pro. And this is just this is just my observation just from 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 things that I have seen and I've observed right. and, thing, you know, what I've seen out in forums and groups. This is what I believe is going to happen, and it makes a lot of sense. And I've had a lot of people agree with me on my video about that. Um, it's just um, it, it makes a lot of sense for DJI to do something like this. Now, I also see coming up in the future that what they're going to do is, you know, the Zoom Mavic 2 Zoom is on sale. And um, I've had a lot, of, a lot of people give me a lot of comments on this. Oh, wow. But it's $100 off. Now, you know. And, and, and people, if you don't follow DJI, you don't really get a grasp or an understanding of, of, of what they're doing. What, you know, what they're doing here, you know, when, they, when they're offering $120 off and $100 off on something, all right, this is, this is significant. People don't, don't catch the, 
grasp this, okay? Because you know when I put out those select coupons to give discounts, okay, they're they only apply them in in certain small situations, okay? They don't offer discounts, uh, you know, for one, you know, on, on an everyday basis. And number two, when they're not not that kind of a price off it, when they're not taking that much money off it, there's something significant going on. It's just not they're just not clearing inventory. They're just not, you know, trying to make up for um, the losses from last year from the fraud investigation. This is something that that, that is that is groundbreaking here, you know, is, is news. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, this is why I think what they're going to do with the Mavic 2 series, and, and I don't know when they're going to do this. I, I know I said, you know, towards the latter end of this year, it could be next year, but I see them combining the Mavic 2, and it's going to have one camera, and it's going to be able to do to have the zoom capabilities and the pro capabilities on it. This is what I really firmly believe. Um, it, it, it makes perfect sense instead of because I know several people that went out and bought both drones just because they wanted to be able to have the zoom capability and the capabilities from the pro. I mean, you know, in and, and, and I, I don't have three thousand dollars to spend on getting two drones, but you know, I, I'll have fifteen hundred dollars to get one drone and. This is this is something that a lot of people are saying, and I think, and I also think, what DJI will do and what they'll what they'll stand by. Now, see, they came out with the announcement at, at the see the bigger picture event that said that the cameras would be swappable for a fee, but they've never come out and and actually said that. And there's been a lot of people online that have showed how easy it is to do this. It's several screws, and 15 minutes later, you've swapped cameras, and 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 they work. There's no problems with the software being able to do that. Now, when you do that, though, there's a seal that you break and you void your warning. So just to let anybody know who's contemplating doing that, your warning's gone after you do that. So just th th that's just one of those things. But to me, this is what I think is going to be going on right now, coming up next month. So let me ask you a question, Bill. Sure. We have someone in the chat who's looking for something that is not three to $400, it's a little bit less um, for a starter drone to learn to fly. And of course we have Naysing the Anafi because that's his favorite brand. And, but the, these drones are a little bit expensive. Do you think the Spark is gonna come down the original one enough to fit in that $200 range or is that just wishful no. thinking? No, I think it's, you know, at 499, you know, the original was priced at 499. And from what I'm hearing, they're probably going to keep this priced at $499. And for, for a DJI-level drone, I think that's fantastic. Now, I also just heard that you can get refurbished Anafis out on Amazon for $445, which is a fantastic deal. I know several people have done that all, already. So, I mean, you know, as far as that's concerned, you know, I'm seeing, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, getting an entry-level drone and, and one that costs... When you get below four hundred dollars, you know it's 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 a it's a different realm. It's a different kind of ball game, and you're probably looking more of a of a toy grade type of drone um, when you get down there. And they're not going to have the features that you expect on on say like a DJI drone. You're not going to have that any kind of obstacle avoidance, or you're not going to have that optical flow sensor that when you take off, you know your drone is hovering in place and it's not going to be going anywhere because it has that. Well, I'll give you a good example, okay? Um, two of my good friends, um, Ron Brown and Marcus Crawford, they fly the Hubson Zeno. Now, the Zeno is at $250, 
And they've done some extensive testing. They've done a ton of software updates on it. And, you know, it's getting to the point that it is a whole lot better than when it first came out. But that's not a drone that I advise for people as an entry-level drone because you need a good skill set to be able to fly something like that. Now, um, Marcus has also gotten the Femi X8, which is about $399, and he raves about that. And now that one does have an optical flow sensor, which means, you know, like when you take off, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll stay there. It's not going to go, you're not going to see it bouncing up and down like a yo-yo. It'll stay, you know, up, you know, five, six, seven, eight feet up off, off the ground when you take off. Uh, and it's, it's shown that it's had a lot of promise, this Femi X8. Now that's $399 from, from what I hear. So, I mean, that's probably, and again, those two type of drones, I still don't see those as drones for people to get as far as entry level is concerned. You know, and I know my good friend Kelly Shores, you know, he talked about the SEMA X5 um, drone, which is under a hundred boxes. He says, he says, that's an ideal drone to learn on. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll, Kel, I have the most respect in the world for Kelly Shores as possible. He's fantastic, you know, but, but you know, I, I have to politely disagree with him here because, you know, with, with those type of drones, you know, it, it, they're so hard and they're so difficult to try to get that, to maintain the position on that, to get that to go up and down, left and right, backwards and forwards, you know, irregardless of having an app or a camera, a lot of those don't have apps and don't have cameras. I mean, you're, you're just flying the drone as is. Well, I got a taste of it this week. I had um, the JJRC um, H65, which is otherwise known as the golden egg. I did a video out on that and my, right. my wife and I had some fun with it. We had, we, we had a lot of fun with it and it had a wand controller. And if you've used a drone with a wand controller before, okay, they have a mind of their own. I mean, there's no, I mean, I was doing this, I was doing this, I was doing this and this and this. And it seemed like what, it seemed like when I would do this, it would go the opposite direction. When I would do that, it would be going, you know, it, it was, it was completely opposite. I managed to keep it up in the air for a grand total of about three and a half minutes, which I thought was fantastic without it crashing. Okay. Or taking, having to take the walk of shame is, is Ron Brown did it and called it, you right. know, when the, when the thing hit the ground. So, um, you know, the toy drones are very difficult to control, you know, and I think, you know, if you want to tell a person, and this is just my personal opinion, if you want an, an entry level drone that you're going to feel comfortable with and feel good and confident about, you know, the first thing I would say is, you know, if you're looking solely at price, I would look at a Tello, okay, because, you know, you, you can get a controller for it and it works great. It's stable. It takes okay footage. I mean, it's not the best in the world, but you know, it's a good it's it's a good one to be able to learn on. And the next step up from that is a spark because you know I think you know you want to have some confidence when you're doing that. When when you when you hit that button for the first time and you take off, you know you don't want that thing doing a belly flop. You don't want that thing taking off on you. You know, with a with a tello, it's not going to do that kind of stuff. You're going to have some. You're going to have some control over it, and especially if you get get a decent controller. You know, if you spend another thirty bucks and get a controller for it, um, you know, and hook it up to your app, you know, you'll be able. To, uh, you know, it, it'll make a good starter drone. So that's the kind of that's the drone that I recommend for people is just a pure starter drone. You know, interested with some kind of a view, getting some kind of a view from it. It takes great still photos. I can say that the Tello. 
Um, as far as, as video is concerned, the video quality is not very good. But again, you don't get those type of drones for their video quality. You get them to be able to learn on and be able to, to practice on. And they're right. great, especially for teens and young kids to be so able to Bill, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I, I would, I would um, say that the Breeze is a good starter drone. It's 149, comes with controller, it has 4K, it does good video, um, about as good as what you're going to get, right, on something of that price. And I think it's a step up, and it does, if you look at some of my videos with the, with the Breeze, they're pretty good. But it is a starter drone. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It only goes so far. It only flies so long. Um, you have to get a couple batteries because I think with me, because I fly it faster, if you could call that fast, it only goes like eight minutes. But it is enough to give you a taste for a camera drone, to give you a taste of what you like and to teach you how to go around things and it'll go around you. It has um, that kind of stuff in it. It'll follow you mode. So it has some of the things to practice on and decide. Is this something I like? And then if it is, you move up to, you know, maybe the Spark, the Phantom, the Mavic, the Fani, whatever that is, Anafi, whatever it's called. But that's when you move up. But it's only about 149 comes complete. Yeah. See, that's another that's another good one as well, too, because, you know, you're not, you know, you're not busting the bank for something like that. And you're going to get some good capabilities from it. Um, you know, it's and, and the thing that I try to tell people is when they're looking at, at these kind of drones is don't expect the capabilities uh, of, say, of, say, like a Phantom or a Mavic 2, you know, where it's going to have obstacle avoidance and it's going to have have the optical flow sensors and it's going to, you know, it's not going to have that type of thing. And it's not going to have, yeah. you know, a lot of those, um, you know, special modes like rocket shots or hyperlapse or any of the, it's not going to have these features. And, and people are under under the notion, you know, they think when they buy a drone, it's going to have all these features and, and they don't, you know, that's, um, you know, th that's one of the things that I tell people is, you know, look at, look at, look at what's out there. All right. You know, try to understand what's going on and talk to somebody that flies drones on a regular basis. Don't, you know, you know, some of the best advice that you can get is from somebody that you know that flies drones and, and what they can recommend. You know, for me, like I said, I almost always like if you're starting out, you know, start out with like a Tello. You know, for example, I did get my Valerie to fly the Tello for a little bit and she liked it. And and you know, she she's thinking about, you know, maybe like if they come out with another spark that we might I might get two of them. I might get one for her. And it, it would be it's the perfect kind of a drone, I think, because it's it bridges the gap. It bridges the gap between something that is, you know low very low end and something that's high end it has a lot of capabilities and features that you can see on some of the higher end dji drones but you know it doesn't break the bank and it it has it has a decent amount of runtime i mean 17 18 minutes on a drone for, of that size i think is great runtime and one of the other things is and i know we talked about this before and i want to mention it you know a lot of people are saying you know well why can't they get more runtime on these drones. And, you know, and that's always, that's a great question, but Rick Smith really he put it real well because he has an engineering background and lithium ion batteries. You can only do so much in a given confined space of that battery because 
basically it's a chemical reaction that produces the electricity inside there. So in order to get more runtime out of something like that, you have to make the battery bigger. In order to make the battery bigger, you got to make the drone bigger. And you know, this right. you know, a lot of people ask me, why can't we get it to 250 grams? And I'm saying, you know, but yet we want increased runtime. I said, well, there's a trade-off here. You know, if you want the increased runtime, it's going to be well over 250 grams. I mean, that's just that's just the way things are right now. And then the price will go up. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. the price will go up, and then people say, "Well, it's not three ninety nine or four ninety nine anymore." And I'm, it's like, "Well, you know what? You want, you know, what do you want? Do you want the price, or do you want you want increased runtime? Um, do you want want the price, or do you want new ESCs and quieter props? Um, do you want the price, or do you want four K three axis gimbal? I mean, you know, these are the these are the kind of trade offs, you know. And you know, people want, you know, the old saying, people want their cake and eat it too. And it's the same thing here, you know. People want to have these features on there, but yet they don't want to pay for them. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, <laughs> it comes with a price, and it always comes with a price. I mean, there's that, that's just the way things are. Well, you know, and I also I, think I, if you, oh, I'm sorry, Herman, you go ahead. I found that the um, the Tello was a little laggy, especially with the uh, the controller. But I think what a lot of times people getting into drones, they they've seen it already. They've seen the things that people are doing already. And I think that they're looking to jump from being a beginner into that or something that bridges that gap in between being a beginner and being that guy that can fly out over the water and take pictures of ships and stuff like that. I think that's where a lot of, that's what fascinates a lot of people. And they're actually looking for something that'll get them in between that range. But then when they start looking at the prices of it, they start asking more questions. And, and then when you start getting into the features of it, they start asking more questions. You know, like I, I started with the P3 um, standard and I was going to buy the, uh, the P4 after that. And I skipped it and got the, the P4 Pro. I won't go back from there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't. You know, I, it's a nice drone, believe me. Because at the price of it, I think they're now down about $300 or three something for the, for the Phantom 3 standard. But it's Wi-Fi. I live in New York, you know, and you're only going to get but so much distance with that. That's why I would never right. buy Hello or the uh, the Air because I know I'm not going to get that much range with it when I start putting it out in places that um, I can fly my P4 Pro. We right. know that's a that's an interesting point because you know um, I don't know Joe's drone life. Um, you know he did he did a great video on uh, on the P4 Pro. I have the P4 Pro um, V2.0. That has the OcuSync 2.0 on, and the transmission on that is fantastic. He has the the P4 Pro um, with just you know with the light bridge on it, and he was flying next to a place with electrical transformers. He was having all kind of transmission problems with it, and and you know very poor connection, and you know, and then he moved away from there, and, and it got fantastic. So you know, he said to show what a difference th that kind of thing makes is where you're flying a lot of times. You know where you're flying it's it's going to make a big difference and let me say something about toy drones because in the chat we're talking 18 dollars drones the problem with toy drones is once you get in them you kind of get stuck there and they're a little harder to fly because they're not going to be great they're not going to do much of anything that i've seen right so you kind of get stuck there they're not going to have stable which people say you know you want to start with acro whatever 
But for someone who just wants to see if they they like it, they want to fly, they want to have some fun, they want to take selfies of the family standing underneath them, maybe take it hiking to show some stuff. It's I would say that um, you're looking at the breeze, you're looking at the spark up from that, then you're looking up from that. Don't waste your money on toys. Well, you know, I just Curtis Dart just That's put a my comment out there. If you buy crap, you're not going to have a good experience and you'll drop out of the hobby. And he's right. That's true. That's very that's, true. That's 100% on, Curtis. Thank you for that. That's true. And May, I know I'm disagreeing with everything you're saying, but that's just the way it is today. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with some stuff tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I, I could, you know, that, that, that $18, you know, golden egg drone that I have, you know, with all, all due respect, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's a piece of plastic. I mean, it's just, it, you know, it's one it's one crash away from never flying again i mean i can tell you i've had i've had at least three or four drones sent to me from some of these companies from banggood and, and jjrc that i never actually got out to review because uh, you know several of them you know i'd take off and it would do a belly flop right away i would change the props it would still do a belly flop right away i mean you know it, some of these drones were just totally defective i got a real nice one out of the box had gps on it an optical flow sensor it would normally retails for about two ninety nine. Charge the battery up, put batteries in the controller. You know, get the app ready to go. It's not binding. It absolutely refuses to bind to the controller. You know, it's again. You know, the, the quality control on a lot of these. You know, unfortunately, you know, you hate to say you get what you're paying for, but with something like that, this is exactly the case. You get this is what you get when you when you're paying for these type of drones. You know when. You go out there now. You know if if you're looking to get it for a, a small, you know, under ten year old, um, go for it. You know, let them have some fun with something like this. Um, you know, but be there to help them with it and and walk them through this kind of stuff. And then you know if, if they find that that they enjoy that, then you can move on up. But you know, as far as getting started in something like this, don't. I, I would. You know, I know there's some channels that totally just do all they do are toy drone reviews, which is fine. And that's good. That's that's good. And, and, and I'm glad they enjoy them and, and they have fun with them. But, you know, for me, you know, I'm going to start out with something like a Tello and then work my way up from there because I want to have something that gives me a little bit of confidence that lets me be able to fly it, um, you know, or even start out with something like a Spark. Uh, you know, when, when you when you look at some of those other ones, you know, it's just like I just want to laugh sometimes because I get I, I, at least I probably get at least four or five requests a week from, you know, I'll call them resellers, you know, for JJRC, from Banggood, uh, from other ones out there that, that are trying to, you know, sell their drones to me. For example, I had the Esheen E58, which is a very tiny Mavic Pro clone. Um, that was one drone that I replaced the props on three times. And every single time I replaced those props, it kept doing belly flops and belly flops. Belly. And then finally, it just did one so hard that it broke broke two of the arms off. At that point in time, it was just it went out in, in that week's garbage. I mean, because it's exactly what it was. It was just garbage. I mean, you know, uh, and, and they're asking me, well, did you do a review on it? And I said, well, you know, I would have loved to have done a review on it, but. Uh, you sent me new props. I put the new props on. It did a belly flop. It crashed and two arms broke. So you tell me what, what, what where the review is. Okay. Um, th that's just, that's just the name of the game with, with stuff like that, as far as that's concerned. Um, 
But there's there's something else I wanted to kind of talk about is um and it's and it's and it's really starting to become an, an epidemic. And I know Roger probably knows about this as well too. Is um, mob dislikes. Now I, I've been getting an incredible amount of mob dislikes. Um, first of all, they came out. Somebody came out and left the comment on um, the video I did about the Spark Two and what I thought my thoughts are on the Mavic Air sale and the Mavic Two Zoom sale. Somebody called my wife a name on there. Okay, now now you can insult me all day long. That doesn't bother me, but you know, if you come after my wife, that becomes personal to me. And you know, it, it of course I delete, block, and I report to YouTube. Well, I also went out and I put out a um, a video yesterday on the um, learning to win, just a one minute video out there. Within fifteen minutes, I had twenty dislikes out there on this. Oh shit! And then. <laughs> here's, the, here's the real catch. All right. I'm having Sally French, who's known as the drone girl. If you've seen her, you know, she's she's out on uh, on Twitter. She does a great job. I'm going to have her on in uh, on June 15th uh, on, on, on my show. And I already put, I put that out there. And, you know, you create the event. You can create the events ahead of time out on YouTube. I already have two dislikes on it. And it's not even it hasn't even aired yet. OK, so. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and and I have a I have a good idea who's behind all all of this, and and I know I and I got pinged. I, and in fact, I look one of my other friends, um, he's getting bothered by the same people um, because I recognize the name. Um, he'd come after him um, again. It was a personal attack on one of his videos, and he shared it on on Twitter last night. And I, you know, and, and I messaged him and I said, I think I know who's doing it, and. He agreed with me who it was. And, and I think, Roger, I think you probably have a good uh, idea who, who it is as well, too, oh who's doing this. And, you know, he's just, you know, and I don't know if it's only him and some of his some of his friends. But, um, you know, YouTube need, needs to step up this, um, you know, getting rid of this like dislike thing or this mob dislike thing, because, yeah. you know, it's hurting. It's hurting everybody. Um, yeah. You know, this is not something that's good good for YouTube. It's not good for the drone community. Um, you know, we have the right as, you know, content creators here on YouTube to basically put out there what we choose to put out there. Of course, I'm not going to do anything that's going to go against YouTube's rules. You know, anything that's illegal, immoral, unethical, you know, I'm not going to post stuff out there. You know, that's why, you know, I'm a real stickler for like, you know, the rules here in the United States, as far as the FAA is concerned, you know, um, you know, I, th that's something that, that I, that I abide by and, yeah. you know, I want to do the con my content the way I want to do it. And what I get, the feedback that I get from these people and from that person that, that Roger probably knows who I'm talking about is mm -hmm. that oh, I should do this type of content and I should not do this type of content. And I said, yeah. well, here's the thing. And, and this is, this is where I'm going to finish my soapbox on this here. Okay. You, if you, if you're focusing on telling me what to do for my content, you've taken your eyes off of your channel, and your channel is suffering because of that. Okay, your channel's not growing. Your channel is probably going in the opposite direction, and you're spending your time and your resources doing that when you could be spending time and resources doing things on your own channel. Okay, 
-hmm. And, you know, what, when you're, when you're, when you're doing that, you know, you're, you're taken away from yourself and, you know, you're, you're trying to hurt somebody else, but in the process, you're also hurting yourself when you're doing something like that. And, and they, and they don't realize that that's something that I think is just, so, you know what, and, and this is, this is my blanket statement. Um, you know, I'm going to continue to put out the content that I put out there because you know what? I get great comments from people. And see, here's the thing, okay? I'll have my like dislikes, you know, that those numbers are so far skewed, it's not funny. But if you look in my comments, okay, my comments will tell you exactly that it's not, that's not, not, not the story, the likes and dislikes. The comments are generally very positive and very much, you know, you know, they may, they may not 100% agree with what I'm saying, but they're in a positive light. And that's what I try to encourage all the time. And that's yeah. what I think, you know, I've heard and I saw several famous YouTubers, um, um, Roberto and his last name escapes me for the second. You know, he had reported that Instagram is doing away with their likes. And I've also heard that YouTube is seriously considering getting rid of likes and dislikes. And I think this is something I'm 100 percent behind because, you know, if you know, you know, the one thing that YouTube likes is watch time on videos, okay? The more watch time that you get on videos, especially if you're monetized, the better it is for you. And this is something that they just absolutely love. Well, here's the thing. You get rid of likes and dislikes, guess what that forces you to do, okay? You're not gonna go out there and, you know, give a dislike for something. You have to end up, you know, whether or not you wanna watch that video, you have to watch a couple minutes of it and you're going to have to watch more of it to find out if you like it or not. So run. So the that that time is going to increase, and it's going to be a win-win because you know it's going to be a win for the content creator, and it's going to be a win for YouTube because that's one of the metrics they love. They love increased watch time. You know, and you get rid of this silly stuff with mob dislikes and just you know the, the, this petty selfishness. You know, it'll be gone. It it will just it will just absolutely go go by you know, go by the wayside with stuff like that. So that's why I think YouTube really needs to do that. You know, the, yeah. it'll clean up a lot of things. Yeah. Well, the uh, only reason why I think they're a problem is because they're anonymous. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you had to put a name to a like or a dislike. Yeah. Oh, so absolutely. You know, if, if, you, both. Yeah, if YouTube did that, okay, see, that's the other thing that I've said. All right, if you want to keep them, then you have to post... Who has given that dislike and who has who has given that that like? All right, and what you'll find is you'll find that a lot of those dislikes are coming from what I refer to as shadow accounts. You go out there, they probably don't have an avatar, number one, and then they have no content on their on on their on their channel. It, it's just it's just something that now you can go out there, and this is something you know. I don't know how many people know how YouTube works. But on one Gmail account, you can create, you know, 20, 30 YouTube accounts from it, just from one Gmail account. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people go out there and do that with the express purpose of doing these mob dislikes. And, you know, it's just a time. It's just bad. It's just absolutely bad. Yeah. I see so Thomas seven. Sullivan is here from uh, Thomas. Welcome. That's, that's why that's why I got my likes and dislikes hidden also. But who has that kind of time? Uh, you know, that's a great question. Yeah. That, that's that's one of the things. 
because I saw, and I think Roger knows the person that we're talking about. I saw him commenting on his Facebook page. He says, I'm sorry, I haven't had the time to go out here and update this lately. Well, here's the thing. You, you will have the time if you stop doing your antics to update your Facebook page. Okay. You know, that, that's just, it, it's real. It's very cut and dry with something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like I said, that's why I'm hiding my likes and dislikes. Uh, some days I got none. Some days I got a lot. So that's why I don't want to discourage the people in our chat. You know, uh, all the people that hit the like button, they know they hit the like button. And uh, I much appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that's smart, Roger. That's really smart. Well, you know, a lot of people say, well, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, you know, I've only had to, I've only on a couple of my videos actually shut off commenting and actually shut off likes and dislikes because, you know, sometimes, you know, commenting will get out of hand. So I'll shut off commenting, but that's only happened. I have close to 400 videos, five, 450 videos. Yeah. You know, I've only had to do that like on two or three because it's just gotten out of hand. Yeah. But, you know, some days, you know, with some of my videos now, I'm really ready to shut off likes and that, that likes dislikes because, you know, show, showing how many are out there because I don't want people to be influenced by that. You know, I want them to be influenced by watching it and, and letting them judge for themselves instead of having somebody else judge for them. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Mark Shorty just came in the chat. He's, he's asking, hey, what do you what do you think DJI will be releasing next week? Oh, Mark Shorty. Mark, uh, we, we talked about that a little earlier, but just to let you know, I think it's going to be a land-based uh, vehicle with a camera on it, um, and I think it's going to be highly customizable um, robotics. It's going to have a lot of options on it. Um, it's going to have, you know, it's going to have uh, programmable capabilities on it. Um, you know, I have no idea on price. My guess on pricing may be about $500. I may be too high. I may be too low. I don't know. But I think it's also, you know, the learning to win part of it, uh, Mark, is they're going to have capabilities to be able to program this. And I think it's going to be easy. It's going to be an easy thing to program. But still, um, you know, you say maybe go, um, you know, 20 meters forward, um, three three meters to the right, five meters to the left, you know, come back um, 30 meters, you know, it'll to, to follow those commands. So it, it's going to be something that I think is going to be educational and fun. Um, you know, also too, you know, I don't know if it's going to be capable of, you know, being able to use by first responders as well. Maybe, maybe that, maybe there's a capability for that. So who knows, but, um, but yeah, that, that's what I see. I'm, I'm guessing at, at $500. That's just, that's just yeah. a pure guess right now. Um, yeah. Curtis start just asked me, are you ready for the new RC car that shoots? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's it. It's going to be real interesting, Curtis. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure what, what it's going to do, but it's going to have, it's going to have a camera on there. We do know that. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what, how, how this, how this plays out and how people are interested. And, and you know, DJ coming out with a with a car. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> uh, Thomas O'Sullivan, Bill, uh, you think they're really going to be that low of a price? Yeah, I see, yeah. I, again, Thomas, I don't, that's just I'm just taking a wild guess at that. I'm thinking the reason I, I'm I'm saying five hundred dollars is I think, and that Thomas, this is just just my conjecture and observation. What I think is going to happen is they're going to have a ton of accessories for it. Um, and you'll be able to accessorize the daylights out of it. You'll be able to maybe put a robotic arm on it. You'll maybe be able to 
have um, other capabilities with it, um, different kind of options, be able to maybe move the camera, uh, put it on some type of a gimbal, you know, who knows? You know, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and how DJI has that. Bigger question is why they're stepping away from drones right now. That's a good question, Curtis. I, you know, um, I, you know, re releasing the camera, uh, you know, I, I kind of saw that coming, but this is something I think kind of, kind of blindsided us. I didn't, I didn't expect for DJI to go out there and, you know, do this RC car. I mean, this RC car has been talked about for, for a long time, for well over a year that, that they've had it. And there's been, like I said, there were some pictures that I haven't been able to find. I've been, I've been looking for them. I'm going to try to see if I can find them later today. But it's been real interesting that that they haven't actually come out and said, you know, what they're doing here with this. Um, you know, it's just it, it's it's going to be fan. I, I'm very curious and I'm anxious to see Tuesday. Now, Tuesday night, Rotor Talk Live, we're going to devote the whole show to this and we're going to talk about this. So definitely want to want to tune in. I'm going to have uh, Marcus, who said he's going to join me and I'm hopefully hopeful getting Ron Brown on as well, too. And we're going to. We're going to talk about this and kind of see, kind of see how this plays out and where this is going to fit into DJI's product line and how it's going to complement it. You know, um, you know, I, I see some, I, I see some potential for it complementing um, the drones. I don't know how, but you know, we'll, like I said, you know, we'll find out more Tuesday when we get to take a look at the specs, see what it's capable of, see what options are going to be available for it. You know, if it'll interact with a drone say um you know it, it's it's going to be interesting to to to, to see um so that's tuesday night at what time um tuesday night at eight o'clock eastern and uh they'll okay. be definitely i'll put a link out there for that as, as well yeah. too um i'll send it to roger so he can post it uh, yeah. out there especially on tuesday during the show so you guys can check that out um we're going to have a good conversation about it we're going to take a good in-depth look at it pricing and everything how tall do you think it'll be one foot to two foot bigger um um, I don't know, Thomas. Um, Curtis, I, I may take you up on that offer. Um, you know, Thomas is asking how tall do I think it'll be? W one to two feet. I don't think it's going to be bigger than, than maybe a foot to, to two feet. I, I don't see it any being any bigger than that. Um, you know, you know, maybe a, a foot and a half. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be too big. Um, you know, you know, I, I I don't know what it's it's just curious as, as to what we're going to see now. If you looked at that close up of that video, and some people have produced some stills from it, um, it shows some cables and some pin connectors with it. Um, it shows the you can see the actual wheel to see what this is like. So you know, it's going to be real interesting. It's just, yeah, Thomas. Right now, it is a lot of it's just a lot of guesswork right now as to what is as to what we think this could be. Um, I wish I could find a picture of it. Like I said, I saw one last year, but I just don't, I just don't know where it's at. I'm going to try to take a look for it later today and see if I can find it and I'll get it posted out there if, if I can find that picture. But, um, you know, it's just a lot. It's just, a lot, I'm just, I'm just swinging right now for the fences. I, I don't know. Uh, but it's going to be, you know, and, and Curtis is right. You know, you know, they're, they're kind of, DJI is kind of like, you know, we're kind of shifting a little away from drones here, but I think, you know, next month we're going to, head back to drones as far as that's concerned. So it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be real interesting to see what we have and, and what's coming up here. So you think it's going to come out in like the $500 price range? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just, it's just, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I think the reason they want to do that is they want to keep this product affordable. And especially, you know, if they're pushing the 
educational type of a theme with this. Um, you know, it may be, it may hit kids from like say 10 years old and above to be able to program it, to have the program, program, have it to be programmable and have those kind of capabilities. So, you know, I, I see it being affordable. You know, when, when you start to approach a thousand dollars, um, you know, it, it gets to the point like, mm, you got, I got to think twice about something like that. But, you know, when it's under 500 or, or 500, you know, that's something like, well, yeah, I can, that's something I can afford. That's something that, that's within in my budget that, that I can be able to, um, you know, be able to pick up something like that. Well, that's the same thing that happened with the Osmo Pocket. It started out as uh, affordable. And then to actually use it the way DJI intended to use it, you had to buy the expansion kit and 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 then it took off from there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, and, and see, that's the one thing that I liked about the I like about the Osmo Action is you know, pretty much right out of the box you can use it. And you know, I I have a video coming out. Finally, it's going to be coming out on probably tomorrow on my you know first. <clears throat> we did it. We did like a vlog like going to Sam's club, going out grocery shopping kind of a thing. And the one thing I wanted to test the, the rock steady, I wanted to test um, the slow motion. But the other thing that I really wanted to test was the sound on there. And if you know what it's like going out to say like a Sam's club on a Saturday, you know, it's the busiest day of the week. You can hardly hear yourself thinking there, let alone talk to somebody else. Well, I was, I was incredibly impressed with the audio, especially, you know, having the camera with me and right by me, while I'm holding it now, you can hear my wife. It's not as clear, but you can hear her. So it's not like, um, you know, people were just absolutely positively blasting the Osmo pocket when they came out because of the sound capabilities from it, which probably were right. Well, I think they did a better job as far as an internal microphone is concerned with the Osmo action. And you'll hear it when I post the video. I mean, I, you can you can hear me very easily on that. You know, I, my Osmo Pocket works pretty good, even with the sound quality. It's I, The biggest problem is when I put it in someone else's hand to film with it is when the sound quality changes. <laughs> they either cover the mic, they hit the screen and, and change the volume setting and don't even realize that that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, for me... You know, one of the things that that I that I really, you know, I had I had considered getting an Osmo Pocket, but I said, you know what, I want something more. This is why, as soon as the Action Cam was available, I bought it. You know, I didn't I didn't hesitate because I was looking for something to help me when, when I'm filming my videos out, outside for drones, something besides just my, you know, the the camera that I use, and to give another perspective on things. And and it's been fantastic. You know, I did some slow motion shots with this, and and it comes out. Excellent. My only my only complaint that I have on it right now is the battery life on it. Mm -hmm. uh, the battery life is it runs it'll run just a tad under an hour, probably about fifty two minutes is what I can get from this. It, I don't quite get an hour on it. Now I'm shooting a four K thirty, so I think that has to um, you know you know improve some. And I think the other thing is when they release the new batteries, the batteries will be like $19 a piece. So, and that's one thing that I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> DJI says, you know, we have new batteries for this. I'm going to buy several of them and, and a battery bank to charge that with. But, you know, that's my only thing is just the runtime on it right now. And you, you used it like running continuously that time like that. Yeah, we did. I, the, the whole, that whole vlog from the time we left the house 
until the time. And in fact, it kind of died on me when we were out grocery, went to the grocery store, uh, Publix here in, in Florida. It kind of died on me halfway through there and it just shut down. And I was looking at why, but it was, I had a runtime, it was about 50, 52 minutes. So See, that, that's what I like about the pocket. It'll, the battery will run. I, I've, I've done that already and the, the SD card filled before the battery was finished. Yeah. Yeah. See, it, my, my SD card wasn't even close to being full. Uh, I, I, I would, I would have shot the rest, rest of the time in the store, but it just, it just kind of died on me. I saw Mark Shorty left. Um, thank you for answering my questions. By the way, do you think DJI will ever release a good drone under 250 grams? Um, Mark, I think they will, but I don't think that's in their plans right now. I think, you know, they're looking at, uh, portability, um, as far as, you know, cause the Mavic two series has sold so well. You know, that, that's one of the things that, that I see them, you know, it, it has been a consistent good seller. And that's one of the things that I think they're kind of focused on right now is the Mavic 2 series. Brian says, hi, Bill. Hey, Brian. Hey, two doing reviews. Hey, Russell. Uh, hey, Val. Hey, Herman. <laughs> Sorry, well, I had to actually work for a little bit. You know, one thing I have to say, you know, I, I'm so glad I got to know Brian from True Drone Reviews because both he and I are from Pittsburgh. And, um, you know, he takes some good he takes some good good videos and videos of places that, that I've seen before, when, you know, because I was born and raised over there. So that's kind of nice, nice seeing him. And, and Brian does it. You know, I know a lot of you know about his channel, but if you don't, you can need to check Brian out. He, he does some of the most straight, honest, honest to goodness reviews that you'll ever want to get on drones. If he likes it, he'll let you know. If he doesn't like it, he will let you know. Okay. There's no, there's no yeah. middle ground. You know, Brian either, you know, he likes a drone or he doesn't yeah. like it. And he comes yeah. out and says that. And I think that's fantastic. And I think we need, we need more reviewers like that. We need more people to come out there and say, you know, they're not, they're not being influenced by, you know, getting a drone sent to them for free. It doesn't matter to Brian. You know, he says, if it's a turd, it's a turd, you know, that's it. That's it. <laughs> If it's great, it's great. He comes yeah. out and he says it. And and I, you know, and, and I have to credit, and I have to credit you, Brian, because I think a lot of people saw, you know, you came out with a great video on the Anafi a few weeks back. And I see a, it really kind of, to me, it was the timing was right because that's right around the time that Parrot had announced the Anafi Thermal and things kind of took off from there. It just went. And, and people started buying them, you know, because I know Marcus got one. I know Ron Brown got one. And if I had the money, I'd be buying one right now. It shoots great video. It really does. And at that kind of price point, it's just absolutely fantastic. Okay. Droning about Northwest, Pittsburgh. My wife's family is all from the Monongahela area. It's a great, it's a, it's a great place to be from. Let me tell you, I don't miss, I don't, don't miss that thing called winter at all. <laughs> so, uh, well, I gentlemen, can't wait, I can't wait till I can't wait till Tuesday. See what was going on. <laughs> yeah, me too, Roger. I'm I'm on pins and needles with this one. I wanna I wanna find out what's going on. Well, I'm gonna Ron and uh, well, hopefully Ron. Uh, Marcus, maybe I can get Curtis on as well um, to get on there on, um, you know, maybe tomorrow we're, we're going to do a show and we're going to talk about it and have some conjecture and, and see what we think, what we think is going to be going on as far as, um, as far as Tuesday is concerned about as far as this RC car that DJI is coming out with. 
Well, okay, Val, Val's daughter just got on. My value you've changed. <laughs> can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Good morning. Good morning. I'm here so my mom can go look at roosters at a garage sale outside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice to What's see you. Mark Shorty just asked, what do you think about the new Canadian regulations for flying a drone in Canada now? Um yeah, I'd heard some I'd heard some some things about that. You know, I know Roger had talked about this, I don't know how many weeks ago. And and I think one of the things was, and I know who was it? Um a famous YouTuber, and, and I, his name escapes me. And I know he just put out a video about getting fined five thousand dollars, and it was kind of like a click, yeah. clickbait kind of a thing. Yeah. And, everything. and yeah. you know what? And I have to say this, you know, Roger, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, this was not a surprise. Everybody knew this was coming. This yeah. was not. This was not something that that. Oh, you know, the government just said, "Oh, by the way, next week you better you got to pass this test or you can't fly." That's no, it. it's no. been it's been it's been something that's been known for a long time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they warned us to get our license before June first. See, you know, and and people are just like, you know, it's another one. The sky is falling. You know, you know, government this, government that. You know, no guys. You know, they they come, they've come out just months ago that this that this has happened, and they're going to be doing the same thing here in the states. Yes. Um, you know, from what I understand is, you know, and I just read the FAA just came out with a bulletin yesterday on this, and they're going to be doing some type. You know, even just for a hobbyist, there's going to be some kind of basic test. And you know, DJI had had several questions they would ask. On the on the screen before you were able to fly, and it's going to be something very similar to that. It's not going to yeah. be anything that's going to be overly complicated because I tell you what, if you can't pass that basic stuff, you should not have a joystick in your hands and be flying a drone. That's I mean, right. it's just it's real simple it, here. It, even though they ask you how you how you fly a helicopter in a basic exam, <laughs> yeah, I shake my head on that, Roger. I saw that. I was just like. Okay, you you uh, you know flying a helicopter. Okay, what does this have to do? <laughs> That's and, it. you know, like well, I keep I keep on saying it. I'm wondering how come they didn't ask you how much fuel a helicopter takes. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> how much fuel? You know, I've been up I've been up for an hour at five at a thousand feet, and and I put in I put in this many liters. How many liters do I have left? Kind of you know, it's like yeah. an old math question kind of a thing. I'm like, don't go there. You know that just well. One of the things that I can say is. For the for the 107 exam here in the states, is I've talked to several pi private pilots who yeah. have told me. And yeah, Peter McKinnon, you're right, Thomas. Thank you for for putting that up there. Yeah, um, yeah. Original Dobo did a video on that, Thomas. Yes, and he did yeah. a very good video. Uh, by the way, if you need if you want to watch it, Ken Dono is a good friend of mine. Um, you need to watch the video that that he put out on that, and he had a very good rant about that, and he's spot on. With the Part 107 here in the States, um, the private pilots were telling me, they basically said, you know what? You're basically taking part, uh, mo mostly a lot of the questions on the written exam for the private pilots exam huh. here for the Part 107 is, is really what they are. You know, they finally did away with, um, you know, when you do the re retest here, they did away with like questions on weather, meet and knowing what a METAR is and all this. You know, we're not private pilots, okay? We're not even close to being private pilots here. You know, the big emphasis now here in the States 
is on sectional charts and mm -hmm. knowing what airspace you're in and knowing where you're at in that airspace. You know, yeah. this is, you know, and, and I can see some, I can see some relevance here, but from what people have told me, I mean, they've like, like really peppered, they, they water, they come down, the, the questions go from 60 to 45 on a retest, mm -hmm. but he said probably half the questions were dealing with airspace as far as airspace was concerned. And, yeah. you know, it's important. And with this new here in the States, that ADSB that's going to be in effect January 1st, it has to be an all private aircraft by January 1st. And DJI has voluntarily come out and said, you know what, we're going to have ADSB in all our drones starting January 1st and on that are being made, which is good. And that's something, you know, I've had a lot of questions on it. And I've had a lot of people, you know, one of the things I tell people, it can't be retrofitted. That's something that can't, it's part of a mother, it's part of the motherboard. It has to be on there permanently. It's not something that you can add onto your drone right now. Yeah. Not an option. It's not, you can't even refurbish your drone and send it back. It takes a complete motherboard to be able to do that. So that's why they, and they, DJI needs time to be able to do something like that. But I think that's an incredible thing. And, you know, I did see ADSB in action, but, you know, at the time, on it was on a matrice at the time that i saw it the only thing that i saw you could see commercial aircraft on it but you couldn't see private aircraft and you know for me and for, for i know for most of us who are either hobbyists or you know part 107s you know we have to know where the private pilots are more than the commercial because the commercial planes aren't going to bother us all right they're going to be up how many thousands of feet that mean even where where i live okay what we need to pay attention to is that Cessna or that Piper or you know, that small aircraft or the helicopters that come by? You know, I can't tell you how many times I'm flying out behind my property here, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, either I'm hearing, hearing a helicopter in the area or I'm hearing, you know, a small aircraft in the area and my head's like on a 360 swivel trying to find it and know where it's at. And, you know, and a lot of times if I don't see it, I'm going to hit a return to home. Because I want to get, I want to get my aircraft back. I don't want to, I don't want to cause any any problems at all. Yeah. And they come out, you know, they come out of the blue. You have absolutely no idea where they're at sometimes. And I'm not even. And see, the thing is, I'm not even near an airport. I'm, I'm really the closest thing I have to me. I have a landing pad, a helicopter landing pad at a hospital, which is about six miles away from me, and that's the closest that I have with showing on air maps. Yeah. Oh, we have them all over the place here. Yeah. All right. The problem that we have is sometimes when we're out flying, is that um, the helicopters. A lot of them are like the uh, the tour copters with the, with the tourists, and I and I and I swear to everything I love, they put the people in the helicopter. It goes, you want to see some guys flying drones? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they come right over the way you're flying. Like the the whole sky is open, but you need to fly over here. Yeah. Oh, oh man you know and, and, and that you raise an absolutely great point you know a lot you know a lot of the new the 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 news and, and i'll use I'll, I'll use that i'll put that that in quotes the news you know makes us to be out the bad guys here yeah. and, and it's not you 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 really hit the nail on the head my friend you know it's not it's not it's not us it's them a lot of the times you know when you hear when you hear stories like what you just said, and when you also hear like, oh, you'll hear, you know, private pilots will say, well, you know, well, I was up at six thousand feet and I saw a drone up there, and I'm like, no, you didn't. Start scratching my head. I said, <laughs> okay, all right, 
do, do you know what it takes to get a drone up to 6,000 feet? Number one, you got to hack the software. Number two, okay, you know, when you start getting up, you've reached half of its service ceiling so that air is thinner up there and it, you're not going to have any, you won't have any navigation aids as far as a drone pilot is concerned. You won't have a first person view when you're at 6,000 mm -hmm. feet. You'll have no idea where that drone is. Uh, None. Okay. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't say, you know, I saw a drone at 6,000 feet. All right. You know, I know everybody has probably seen that there's a guy from over over in Europe. I don't know exactly where he has like almost 10 million views on it where he's flown a DJI hexcopter, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. You know, when you're doing, I mean, you know. You saw what happened to it. Yeah, you saw exactly what happened to it. Okay. And, and people need to understand something. You know, when DJI published, and, and I think on the Mavic 2, I think they have a service ceiling that they said of, 16,000 feet. Now, now, what that means, and try to explain that in just layman's terms, okay, you have to have air in order to be able for the drone to rise up, okay? It reaches a certain point and a certain altitude when it gets there. That air is so thin, it's not going to have any more lift, okay? You've just reached where it's not, it's not going to be able to go up anymore because the air is so thin at that point. So that's why you meant you know, whenever you see a, a service ceiling, you know, whether it's in, in an aircraft or whether it's in, in a, especially in a drone, because, you know, your blades are what give you lift and, you know, to, to rise up, you know, and it reaches a point, it can't do that anymore. And when it can't do that anymore, it's like, okay, it's, you're going to see what happened on that DJI hexcopter one. It's just going to come, it's going to start coming down. Yep. It's going to come yeah. down real fast and you just better pray it's not going to hit anybody. I mean, that's just, let me ask you this. Stop me if you think I'm wrong on this one. When all these guys say, well, I saw a drone at X amount of feet, and they're describing most of the time a DJI drone. And a lot of times that whole phantom look is the, the everybody's essential idea of what a drone looks like. So everybody always says, well, I saw this up in the sky at such and such feet. Um, can't DJI tell exact, go back and tell at that time if one of their drones was in that area? Well, you know, that, that's a, I'll, I'll give you an example, and you probably remember this. There was a 16-year-old, I think he was 16, who flew out over um, Boston's Fenway Park out in the outfield. And yeah. that's how many thousands of people saw that, okay? Now, you know, that telemetry data, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, a lot of people say that the DJI can, can be able to, to get a lot of this data and they may be able to do that. Okay. I, I don't know that. And that's a whole nother subject, a whole nother ball game. And, and here's what I got to say on, on that. And I'll give you the reader's digest version on that is, you know what, if the Chinese government wants to know that I've flown over my lake at 150 feet and I, and I've, and I went, went, uh, you know, 2000 feet out and came 2000 feet back they're welcome to have that data. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, or they want to know I've gone over, I've gone over the, this, this old abandoned, um, you know, mine shaft or this tower or, or something. Okay. People just, people just get all bent out of shape about that kind of stuff. You know, if DJI wants to know that data, they are very welcome to that. Well, um, the reason why I say that is because they know when you first turned that drone on to the okay. point you can no longer get care or refresh. So that means that you can tell me that it was on near the airport. 
Mm-hmm. If it wasn't on near the airport, then that pilot is lying. Yep. Oh yeah. Don't these, why don't they hold these guys accreditable for for saying that I saw a uh, drone at such and such feet? Put on paper what? Show me what drone you you saw. Yep. Show, you know, it's like every time there's been these reports about drone sightings, you know, it's it's real interesting. You know, obviously, you know, you had the had that video proof from the one at Fenway Park, but the other ones, especially like these pilots and, and, and so forth, you know, there's been no video proof. All the stuff that's happened over in the UK, for example, over at Heathrow in Glasgow, um, you know, they, they talked about these. There's been no video proof of this. There's been absolutely none. I mean, I think the only one that I've ever seen, and it's not video proof, there was an Army helicopter that was hit by a Phantom 4. And, and they recovered enough of that Phantom 4, and it had the serial number on it, and they found the owner. You know, they contacted DJI. They found out who the owner was of this, okay? And I I'm, think they're trying to find out about prosecuting him for doing this. Well, you know, it's you got to be responsible when you go out there and fly, all right? It's just It's just... You know, it's just part of the nature of the thing. When you're a drone pilot, you ha it, it, it's it's your responsibility. You have to be responsible for that. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to kick out people from some of my groups who boast about, you know, they're flying, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand feet away. Um, you know, oh well, oh yeah, I have spotters. Okay, that makes it legal. I said, okay, well, let's see video proof of your spotters. All right. If I don't have video proof of your spotters, your video is coming down from my 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 uh, my, my site. I, I'm not going to put it post it in my group. And then I have those that, that brag about, oh, I went up a thousand feet and it was okay. And I had, you know, and, and I'm I'm using I'm not using the app anymore. I hacked it. And guess what? That video is coming off too. You know, I I do not encourage behavior that's going to go against the rules here. And and people, oh, I've been called all kind of names. You know, saying that, that I've taken away their their right right to right to free speech and their right to you know dislikes are coming from. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, you, you know what? Okay, you know what? You want to if you want to play that game, that's fine with me. But I'll tell you what, you know, I will I will I will block you, and and I will and I will also report you. Okay, and, and don't think I don't do that. And that's one of the things you know when I talked earlier about my mob dislikes and. Um, you know, getting harassed. I was getting harassed on Facebook as well. I reported all that information to Facebook and that person's been blocked. And that person was blocked on YouTube and he had an alternate account on YouTube that I was able to find and I blocked that as well. You know, so, you know, I'm using the tools that are available to me to, to try to combat that kind of stuff because it's just, it's just pure crap is what it is. Well, guys, I got to get my honey-do list going. Um, my wife was out getting the car done, so I better have I better have some things done before she gets back. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so for much for having in. me on. Thank you, Bill. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming in and for all Thanks, the Thanks, guys. Great chat. Nice having you, Bill. Okay, take care, Roger. Yeah, Val. You take care too. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, that was a lot of info today. That was good. Mm -hmm.